Welcome, everybody, to a very special edition of the Mike Much podcast. I'm your host, Mike Veerman. I'm here with our friend and trusted producer, Max Kerman. Hi. We're also here with our pop culture and Juno nominee, Shane Christian Cunningham. Hi. <laughs> um, we're doing a very special edition. This is, uh, uh, we're in Vancouver. We're in a beautiful suite that uh, the Junos have hooked Max up with. Yep. And uh, this is Saturday. So we're hours away from when uh, Shane and uh, his co-directing partner, Mark, are going to find out whether they win a Juno for knocking at the door, which is very exciting. And because of that, we're going to be having a special guest on, which is his co-directing partner, Mark Myers, who's just waiting in the green room there. <laughs> He'll be coming on soon. So for those of you listening to this bonus edition, um, we're filming it right now. So, so, so if it, we're alluding to things that we're seeing, that people are seeing watching live on Instagram right now, uh, that's what you know if you're listening to this later. So guys, we're here in Vancouver. What's going on? It's the first time I've seen Shane. Yeah, he, nice to see you. Yeah. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I just came back from the mall. Uh, our Kells were asked to participate in Juno Fanfare, which is out in the suburbs, and they people can buy tickets to take a selfie with the band. So we were uh, in our block. It was Scott Hellman, us, and Lights. And the thing about these events is, even though our Kells are probably more popular than Lights and Scott Hellman, oh, <laughs> not according to Instagram. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. But there is a um, a demo uh, that of younger fans that like to come to these things. And hang out at malls. And hang out at the mall. And so they see Scott Hellman, and they're like, oh, my God, Scott Hellman. And they like hug him and like bring him gifts. And they come to us, and they're like, who are these old guys that look like my dad? <laughs> Scott's dad? Yeah. <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> and then they go see lights, and they have more gifts for lights, and are very excited. So, um, But we go, we do it, uh, the Juno's... Um, you know, organize the whole thing. It's really well run. And, um, I will say this though: the guys in Theory of a Dead Man, which I think they're oh. just called Theory now. Okay. When did they switch? R- Wetmaster Dan. When did they switch the name? Was that just because they didn't want to allude to dead people or something? Do you know why? Okay. So um, anyway, they're there. That guy has aged really well. The singer guy, he's like gotten better looking. Wow. Yeah. Does so he have a little gray, like. No, yeah, I think he probably dyes his hair black a little bit, but he's tall and in good shape. of that, do you think Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Clippers? I was looking at their Instagram today because Shane was telling me the other day that they post a lot of throwback Thursdays, yeah. trying to relive their glory days. <laughs> so I went and looked, and they do have a lot of modern stuff, but I was looking at Anthony Kiedis, and I'm like, does he dye not only his hair black, but his giant mustache is so black, he must be dying it. Oh, wow, probably, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and then I looked at like a shot he had, like a real close selfie, and I saw a little bit of gray, and I'm like, he's dying it. Yeah, I wow. guess, well, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Because um, we had a former manager, and Mike likes to tell the story, that he spends a lot of money, he's in his 50s, and spends a lot of money dyeing his hair salt and pepper, mm-hmm. so it looks like he's just beginning to gray, but it, he, it's actually just like a look that he's trying to get. Well, would you guys do that, or would you dye your hair at all? What's your what's your stance on that? Well, when you told me that, it made it's something I never thought about before because I was like, "Man, there's a lot of older dudes dying their hair. Like Bruce Springsteen must dye the fade in." Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Does. He had gray hair in the '90s, and now he's got his like mop top beetle hair back. Yeah. yeah I- oh, they're watching. Hey, maybe. Say hi to our ladies. Um, Shane, would you ever dye your hair as you aged? Well, I dyed my hair all through my twenties. So <laughs> you did. It was blonde through most of my twenties. Yeah, it was. I guess maybe when I met you, I was like, yeah, I never I stopped dying it. Yeah. But yeah, maybe twenty through twenty six, my hair was blonde, okay. and then uh, I look back at the photos and realize how stupid I looked. <laughs> so now I'm like anti dye. I was actually uh, talking in the van on the way back here about dyeing my hair blonde like Justin Bieber. Do you think I could pull it off, or that be stupid? Don't do it. Don't. Oh, okay. Don't. Okay. Don't keep it. You have such good hair, though. Oh. 
so it's pretty good. Well, we are here at the Junos uh, in <laughs> Vancouver. I thought you were going to be modest. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. That's Probably. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Um, Max, one of the things we were talking about, because we haven't been to your room yet. Yeah. They hooked you up with an amazing room. I almost want you to, like, take this no, thing I, on a tour. No, no, this no. is, like, two rooms. Yeah, yeah. For some, so I think there was, like, one suite. And I normally don't care where I'm staying. And I normally don't need any extra space. When you, sometimes if you get these big units, you're like, what am I going to do with it? But then I thought of the pod. And I said, oh, maybe the pod can do s- some interviews up here. Yeah. So that's why uh, I said, it. I, I'll, I'll, ta- I'll take it. Did the, did the other guys in the band get a suite? I don't think they do. So please don't mention it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Hopefully they're not watching. Yeah, no. they're definitely not. Uh, but what have you guys been up to since we've been here? Like I've been here. I got. I left at seven a.m. yesterday, so I've been here for just over twenty-four hours. Well, we had a very eventful day. Let, let's ask Shane though, and we'll talk about our interviews yesterday. Just uh, planning my acceptance speech. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get to that oh, because okay. we're only a couple hours away from whether you're gonna, you know, win this award or not. Yeah. Do you think if we do win, like yeah. if we're lucky enough to win, uh, will we get a chance to speak? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. We'll go up there. And then I'll say like a few quick things, and mm-hmm. then I'll pass the mic to you. Okay. Because yeah. the MMBAs, you, uh, I didn't really get a shot. I know um, you bring this up all the time. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I just want them to know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but yesterday we were running around the town, Max. We, we were working. Got a lot done. Uh, my parents came to town, so I uh, had a walk with them around Vancouver. Had some coffee. Had a little bit of food. And I met up with you, and we interviewed Bob Rock, legendary uh, producer Bob Rock. He's worked with everybody pretty much. And do we I thought that was Nick Nolte at first when I was just going <laughs> through the story. Would you have been bitter that you weren't there for the Nick Nolte? Yeah, that would have been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you're not familiar with Bob Rock, you should um, look up his discography because he's produced Bon Jovi, Metallica, The Tragically Hip, Michael Bublé. Aerosmith. He's, he's worked with so many people. Just look at his Wikipedia. So he had lots of stories and sort of an interesting outlook on how to deal with uh, difficult bands. So Max was hitting him up for the tips. Oh, yeah. And also, uh, he broke some pretty big news. Which, do we want to say this right now? Not now. Okay. You're going to have to listen to the Bob Rock interview because yeah. he actually did break legitimate news that I think some blogs might pick up. Yeah, that we like were that. shocked by. We're like, what? Does anybody know this information? He's like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> we were like, okay. Uh, yeah, so that was pretty exciting. And then uh, then we went to the GM place. No, it's called Rogers Rogers Arena. Center. Rogers, whatever. whatever. Rogers Arena. Arena. Wherever the Canucks play. Yeah. And uh, we got to interview Ed Robertson of the Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. Wow. Which was actually very exciting because I'm a big Bare Naked Ladies fan. I when in high school I covered like songs uh, with my friend Eli and like I love their songs. I went to go see them in Guelph in 2003. I brought this up uh, at the interview and I asked Ed. I said, "Yeah, we I saw you in 2003. Danny Michelle opened and then you was like Guelph Conservation. It was a fundraiser to put like a roof on the stage." I was like, "Yeah, how do you remember that?" He's like, "I remember every single gig." So he said, he says he remembers if somebody if a fan gives him one like tidbit, he can remember every gig. Yeah. Um, and that interview was wicked. He was a super nice guy. But it was awesome. The coolest part was what happened after. So we finished the interview. We say goodbye. Ed goes out because they're sound checking at the arena, and we're sort of in the bowels of the arena. And I hadn't been in the main area by the stage yet. I'd just kind of been backstage with you. And so we start, like, walking through the halls, and we can hear them start to sound check. And Max, who's kind of like the mayor, I feel like you're just like, yeah, let's just uh, take a little turn here. So we go into the, like, part of the arena, and I'm probably technically not even allowed to be there. But the woman producing the whole thing is like, Max, come on. Guys, come on. They're about to sound check. And we're like, okay. So we walk into the main arena, and we just sit there, and we're watching Stephen Page and Ed Robinson and Ed Robertson and all the other guys, like, going into their set and running it. For the first time in nine years. They what? hadn't performed together in nine years when on the same stage. And it was making me so nostalgic. Oh, my the, God. All the feels. 
when they did, so are we allowed to say the songs yeah, are playing? Yeah. yeah, when they when they kicked into Million Dollars, and Ed Robertson is like, if I had a million dollars, and then Stephen did like his voice with Ed's, and I was like, shit, these two voices haven't been together in over a decade. And they and sound so perfect together. It was awesome. So it was like it was like a legitimate moment, as like lame as that sounds. Like we were just kind of like two kids again, just like watching the sound check. And right then, I was like, this was a hundred percent. But you got to say the joke that he told when you guys were wondering if it was like. Oh, be yeah, awkward. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't know it was going to be awkward between Stephen and, and Ed when they were up there because obviously everyone knows that they're no longer together. And at one point, the guy comes over the PA because they're doing the soundtrack. It's like, okay, uh, guys, we're going to run it in about 30 seconds. And then on the mic, uh, Stephen goes, uh, Do I got enough time to take a number two? <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole, that. yeah, you yeah. got brought around to the graphic part. And then so everybody laughs on stage and all the guys start kind of fighting. It's like, do I, do I got a shot? And then eventually the guy's like, Okay, guys, we got to do this. Do you think that was the first joke they made together in like 10 years, though? It's a good question. You know what? They have a bit in a million dollars where they talk back and forth. And that was a huge part of their show. It was just like their comedic banter. And it was all sort of improv. And they went into it and it seemed like they didn't miss a beat. It was. They uh, ran it like on stage and watching like, man, the, the chemistry here. A anyway, I think people tomorrow for the show are going to be in for a treat if the Bare Naked Ladies were at all part of your uh, childhood. Is, can you say that thing that if it's happening? What? In the email thing? Remember you got an email, you emailed Ed and then he asked you something. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, <laughs> so, um, so we'll have to stay uh, hidden from all of you forever. The one thing. Uh, do we want to talk more about the Ed Robertson interview now? Or no. So okay, cool. so for anyone that's listening to this uh, in your headphones later or watching this on Instagram, you'll see the uh, you'll be able to hear the Ed Robertson interview and the uh, Bob Rock interviews at some point in the future. Um, what else went on? I mean, I ended up going out uh, last night with the nut, and I saw you guys at a big gala. I mean, because you guys are nominees, you're like privy to all of these things. Uh, are we? I, I think so. Yeah, you were at an I open so bar. Event. Yeah. Tell us about your damn night. <laughs> well, well, I met Stephen Page. That was huge for me. Oh, when, yeah. Just walking into the Junos, uh, Stephen Page was right there. And then you could have done an interview with him, and then we could have compared interviews. I, I want to get an interview with him so bad. Like I think we should get Stephen Page and yeah. market it as a bare naked ladies reunion for the hundredth episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> market but it. I was like, oh, is Stephen going to be an asshole, or is he going to be a really nice guy? And he kind of he sometimes looks like he might be moody. And then I just walked up to him. I said, my wife's a really big fan. Uh, and she has a maternity blog, and uh, this would be really huge if we were to get <laughs> both up. They're totally unrelated. And he was just like... She has a maternity blog. He was, yeah, he was a little confused about that bit, but he was like, oh, yeah, cool, great. And he seemed like excited just to be recognized, which is obviously, you know, happens all the time for him. Uh -huh. But he was super nice, and then got a photo. And then Mark, who's stretching there, oddly, on the ground, he was kind of kicking himself <laughs> that he didn't get a photo with Steven because Mark's a huge Bare Naked Ladies fan. Are you guys going to get a lot of photos tonight with random people that you save it for when we have okay, Mark on okay, as the guest? Yeah. And then so so from there, from there, uh, we just kind of walked. Uh, Myers and I kind of went on like a big walk around Vancouver. I'd never really been to Vancouver. It's a cool town, eh? Yeah, and then we had the reception. Yeah, where we kind of spotted like the people who produced "Knocking at the Door" video, and oh, yeah. we're just kind of you know watching everything unfold at one of these events. That's where I ran into you. Yeah, ran into Mike, uh, Webmaster Dan. He was like, uh, I don't want to say drunk off his ass, but that guy <laughs> was like, he was in a good mood. And he w he wasn't acting like the nut, but there was some nut qualities. <laughs> Web okay, so for yeah. those of you watching and those of you listening, we talk about Webmaster Dan all the time. He's holding the camera right now. Show, show your face. He's yeah. the best. Okay. Webmaster Dan is the best uh, in the world at what he does. But he's always very measured and does not get mm -hmm. blotto hammered like the rest of us tend to do. And yeah. last night, when I ran into him at the reception, he's like, oh, but I'm hammered. <laughs> 
And we're like, oh, you got in. He's like, yeah, I've been getting in everywhere. He's like, I just know people. I know everyone. He goes, I'm not popular. I just know a lot of people. I know everybody. I'm like, okay. It's like, it's like the hot girl who's like, I'm really a big nerd. You know? It's like, <laughs> so I was like, wow, there's a lot of nut similarities going yeah. on. Oh, God, it was hilarious. And then and then he he left within about like a half hour. Of he had sleep. other parties to go. He had other parties yeah. to go to. <laughs> Buble text, you leave. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I have uh, two questions unrelated. I think this is Roddy Colmer chiming in. Okay. Uh, he wants to know if Shane's coffee cup is empty because it looked like you were taking fake sips. No. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, there's coffee in there. And don't spill it. Don't don't spill it on my floor. And then he also wants to know what color dress are you going to wear tonight. Uh, I'm just wearing no dress, probably just a Hawaiian shirt and a jacket, just to take that question seriously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to take that question seriously. <laughs> um, one thing that happened is I ended up uh, going. So the nut, as we know, can get people into places, and I am here literally just to do pod stuff. We did a couple interviews yesterday. Uh, you guys are legitimately nominated for stuff. So because I'm not here, <laughs> um, Shane, for our listeners, just took a giant uh, guzzle of his steaming hot coffee. So I ended up. I'm not on any list to get into anything because I'm officially just kind of like a dude hanging out in a suite. <laughs> <laughs> You're officially, officially just a, that's a my dude title. hanging out in a suite. I'm just a guy here. And, uh, but luckily, I'm like bunking with the nut who literally has every connection in, it seems, the industry. Who has more connections, do you think? Webby D or the nut? Uh, probably Webby D after last <laughs> Webby D. Webby D for sure. So anyway, the nut is like, so there was the reception that we all went to, and then we all went out, I went out for like a bite and a drink with you guys and your wives. And then the nut's like, come to this thing. It's like the some agency group party, but it's like open bar. And I'm like, okay, I'll pop over there once Mark and his wife Aaron went home. Uh, but I, obviously, my name's on a list. So I'm like, Virtual, how the hell am I going to get into this thing? He's like, uh, don't worry, man. Your name is Jake Wiggler. He's like, <laughs> he's like, and you work for this beer company. Mm-hmm. And I go, seriously, I'm just going to say that at the door. He's like, yeah. So I like walk in a little bit nervous, and they're like, hi. And they got the clipboard, and I'm like, hi. And they're like, what's your name? And I'm like, uh, Wiggler. <laughs> Jake Wiggler. I work for, uh, and I named the beer company. She looks at the list. She's like, yep, go right ahead. <laughs> And I just walk in and... Uh, Is that actually the name? Yeah. That's a great yeah. name, too. And, uh, and so I go in, and then within about, I don't know, 20 minutes, your boy Mike D shows up. Yes. Yeah, so guitarist I, in our Kels. So I woke up this morning, because uh, I went to the women's... Uh, sorry, not the women's... The March for Our Lives, uh, the Vancouver chapter. Yes, a lot happening. of marching happening yeah. around uh, North America today. So I walk, I was hanging out with Mike, and I was like, how was your night? Um, and he said, I ended up hanging out with Birchall, or the nut. <laughs> And, um, oh, his identity's been revealed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People have long known. And he said, um, he said, yeah, we were hanging out, and he, he was feeling it. And he said, uh, he introduced me to this guy who he said owns Ticketmaster. And, and I was like, that seems kind of unbelievable, because Ticketmaster is like a huge international, you know, billion-dollar company. <laughs> and uh, it's just for this guy. And partying with the nut at one in the morning. Yeah, yeah, it seemed a little unusual. And then he said, okay, we're going to go to this other place, and he's going to get us in. So then we go to the place, and the guy can't get anybody in. Can I take it from here? Yeah, yeah you do it, because uh, yeah, you were there. I, I was know, here yeah, for this. this. So we're just... all hanging out at this agency party, yeah. and, then the, and then the nut is like, we're going to this other place. It's going to be awesome. So it's me, it's Mike D, it is the awesome dude from Ticketmaster who I love, and uh, uh, Birchall, and then someone that Birchall works with. Um, I'm blanking on her name, and I feel bad. But anyway, 
So we're gonna get in a cab and go to this place, but obviously only you can only put four in a cab. So the nut is like, no, 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 I insist, because he's drunk and feeling good, and he's like, you four take the cab, I'll meet you there. So we go, okay, we go, uh, and we get into the door, and um, they're like, you're not on the list. And so the dude from Ticketmaster's like, well, hey, you know, well, he tries to work as a guy's like, no. And then this is the crazy part. DZ is like, let me take care of this. So we're kind of outside the door, and he says something, and then he comes out, and he's like, listen, he's like. I tried, like, I showed them, like, that I'm, like, an Arkell. He's like, and I never fucking do that. He's like, I hate doing it. He's like, and it didn't work, so I don't think this is going to happen. The nut comes sauntering up, <laughs> literally walks in. He's in there for 10 seconds, opens the door. He goes, let's go. <laughs> we go in, and, and Mike D goes, what did you say? He goes, I just said I was in the Arkells. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what Mike D did, but then we all just followed him in. And, wow. uh, yeah, so... Maybe the guy didn't believe that Mike D was in the Arkells. Like, you're not really in the Arkells. You, like, you're acting too sheepish. I don't believe you. You're not selling it. You but don't then, have rock star swagger right yeah, now. Yeah, but then but the nut can just go and say, I'm in the Arkells. Would Arkel. you be insulted if he said, I'm Max Kerman? And they're like, right this way, Max. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, hey, I'd, be, <laughs> I'd be very insulted. Okay, anything else for the night before no. we bring on our special guest? Let's bring in our special guest. Okay, like we said, guys, uh, this is we're only an hour or two out from the big gala award show where they're going to present the, the video of the year which we're hoping Knocking the Door wins, directed by Shane Cunningham and his co-director, Mark Myers. Oh, good job. Hey, how are you? Can we get clearance for that? Yeah. yeah. yeah? Done. Cool. Sweet. Uh, Mark, thanks for joining us. Amazing to be here. Happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You you know, you're you're the host. We didn't prep any questions for Mark. (laughs) Well, it was fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so you're nominated for a big award. You guys already won an MMVA. Are you excited for this? Yeah, I usually don't get excited like a vacation even until you're like on the the flight or like Mm -hmm. it becomes like official. So it's becoming more official. Once you start thinking like, oh, this uh, to win is actually a possibility. To speak is a possibility. And then you have to worry about what would I say? So it becomes a reality once you start to think about it. But up until like now, it's kind of just been chill. So you got uh, to say a few words at the MMVAs. Shane did not, just yeah. for our yeah. listeners. In case people didn't <laughs> Yeah, I didn't that. know that. <laughs> Was there anybody who you missed that you're like, oh, man, I should have thanked this person that you would thank tonight if you win? Um, the, well, I could have thanked my wife. Sure. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Rolling my eyes. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's like... Everybody, like, you know, on Instagram is a place where you can, like, post all that stuff. So on Instagram, anytime there's been a picture, like, Arkells, Manager Ash, and, like, all kinds of, like, Mad Rock, the production company, and everybody else. Um, The one person I would want to mention, which I wanted to mention before, was I I, I just want to say I want to thank Spike Jones. Because that's just a cool little, like, nugget. And I just want that to be the end send-off. Nice. You know, as its own little And then maybe Spike Jones reads about it. Reads yeah. about it. <laughs> Reads about it. <laughs> like from like Newfoundland. Or yeah, just a, a cool thing be, because, like, obviously, I, I think for whatever we do, there's like a ton of different inspiration that we draw from. You know, if you're into like yeah. music or art or whatever. Um, but for music videos, um, Spike Jones has been kind of the dude that, whenever it comes up to a, a concept or something, trying to do something cool, you're like, I wonder what Spike Jones would do, or without trying to like really chase somebody else's style. Yeah. yeah. But just to think creatively, you're like, oh, what would Spike do? I do the same thing with Kanye. Like, how, how would Kanye do this? Yeah. 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 So I like that with Nathan Fielder. Yeah. yeah. So I think if I were to thank so I was gonna thank Spike Jones probably um, if I had the time on the MMVAs. 
to be funny, but if I'm up on stage, he'll do that. I'll drop his name. Are there any celebs you want to uh, to talk to tonight? Like Bublé, I don't know if Bublé is going to be there, but mm. Arcade Fire is going to be in the house. Daniel Caesar, Jesse Reyes. Like, wait, Arcade Fire is going to be at the gala tonight? Yeah, they're winning. Yeah, that's so exciting. I think yeah. so. Yeah, sweet. And nut got you into the gala. This the power of the nut again. I ha- I'm not supposed to be going to anything, and last night uh, through. Uh, his Ticketmaster dude, I am now going to the gala. Well, it's funny because... We I, you'll, you'll see me at the gala. I'm Jake Wiggler. I know where this is going. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm just going to say Mark and I both paid $600 for these tickets. <laughs> so <laughs> so when, we found, when we found out that uh, you couldn't go, we're like, oh, man, that sucks. But we're like, eh, yeah, you $600 worth something. And then today, Nuts like, no worries, just got Veerman into the gala. And we're like, great, good. <laughs> no, I know these things always happen. Sorry, so I, guys. No, I, I feel bad. Yeah, no, I don't I, deserve to be... I do no, not I'm glad you're going. Going. Yeah. I'm just. This is just a funny just, little uh, anecdote. Well, it, well, here's, too here's, bad they didn't let. Like, too bad it is as expensive as it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like just in general. Like, that's an expensive uh, night out. Well, wait till yeah. you, you taste know? the food. Mm. Mm. Is the food delish? Well, what? Okay, here's a question. Because the nut texted me and he's like, because I'm like, oh shit, do I need to go get like a blazer or something? He's like, maybe just like a cool coat. And then he went out with some coworkers for lunch. And then he texted me. He goes, maybe grab a tie. And no, I'm like, I said, matter. "Well, what's the vibe?" And he's like, "Like so, like I, I've got to go to the mall right no, after this." No, you don't this. need to. What do I got to get? Uh, nothing. It's fine. Just dress like a cool guy. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's all cool guys. There's no standard. It's not like a fancy Italian wedding or something. It doesn't matter. But Myers is wearing his wedding tux. Well, you You're go. wearing a tux. I am. Okay, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because my tux. It's almost ten years since uh, I've been married, and this tux I would probably never wear again. So I'm like, oh, when I oh when I was going to buy the tux, I don't like spending a lot of money. But my wife bought like a nice wedding dress. I was just gonna buy like some random ass suit. We went to look for stuff, and then I tried on like an Armani tuxedo. It's like fifteen hundred bucks. I didn't want to spend fifteen hundred bucks. Oh, really? But she's like, you can wear it to the Oscars. So that uh, seed was like, Aaron said that or yeah, the person. She said that. Oh, she's wow. like, you can wear it to the Oscars. So this is like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you got a point. <laughs> <laughs> so this isn't the Oscars, mm-hmm. but another opportunity to wear it. So I just went, oh, uh, I tried Lyft for the first time. Oh, like, yeah. mm-hmm. And maybe on the second or third time, the driver happened to be a, a tailor. Mm. So we got to talking. I'm like, oh, I'm going to an award thing. And he's talking about that. So when he drops me off, he's like, bring me your tuxedo. <laughs> like, so I went inside. I brought it. He's like, this is good quality. He's like, I'll fix it for you. So, yeah. So I went in, got it like re-tailored. Because the old have style, I would have, I would have never worn it again. Like uh, just the style, the, style. Yeah. the pants were like <laughs> super wide. dad pants. Even though I'm a dad, but they're like <laughs> really, uh, yeah. So I got it fitted. Mm-hmm. So now I'm gonna try it out tonight. You wow. you are a dad. That came up last night when we were all hanging <laughs> I out. I was trying to help the segue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so last night we were. Uh, it was the five of us: uh, Shane and Alex, and Mark and Aaron, and then me, tag along Mike. And uh, we started talking, and Aaron, Mark's wife, brought up the fact that Mark will walk around the house in a house coat, but wide open with no other clothes on. And so I go, oh, man, like, you're a dick-out dad. <laughs> Which is like, because here's the thing. Nudity isn't inherently sexual, and there's a lot of families that are probably nude around one another. We make it sexual. <laughs> we do. <laughs> no. And so it, it sparked this whole conversation about, Shane, are you going to be a dick-out dad? Did we have dick-out dads? Well, that was the, uh, people always ask, like, if you're going to have a boy, it's like, Will you circumcise it? And the argument's always like, well, you want him to look like your dad. And I'm always thinking, like, how often are you looking at your dad's dick? Yeah, it's like, but, like are you going to be really that confused? Like, how well, that's what I thought. Then I talked to Mark, and apparently quite often, because <laughs> he, his, his house coat's open 
<laughs> and so, like, you can just, if you want to take a peek, you can. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'll, I'll, like, close it. But it, the thing is, I take care of the kids in the morning. I, and I you're drive very proud of what you have. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, not at all. <laughs> One day you will have this. <laughs> I will pass no, this no, on to you. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, so I just have to take care of the kids in the morning. So sometimes it's like you sleep in and you hear the kids downstairs, like, in bed. So you're like, get up and I just have to have a house coat on. So I happen to be... Mike's term, dick out dad. But, but your kids like don't a, match you. This is true. So that could be info. confusing, yeah. 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 Well, we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Max, did you have a, a dick out no. dad? No, but I had one family friend uh, who was a dick out dad who I think, who just like would forget some like occasionally. Mm. <laughs> and that was a funny <laughs> Oh, I forgot, kids. <laughs> My dick's out. Oops. No, it's no, happened it again. Not, it was not like that. It was not like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. <laughs> But yeah, but my parents threw the hole in his jeans. All of his pants and his wardrobe have the little tiny hole. <laughs> but did you have a dick uh, out, Dad? I did not. No, right. no, 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 I did not. We got to wrap this up. But we'll... This is why we're not on the much Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, but Shawnee Dawes uh, just commented that, damn, Mark looks good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, thanks. It's this lighting, I guess. And Mark, this is like. This I'm is also your... in that light, but. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, blocking. here I am. Here I am. Uh, this is your day, but you're kindly wearing our merch. Yeah, thank oh, you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, it's an awesome sweater. Oh, like, good. I love the sweater. Oh, when thanks, I'm not, when I'm dick out dad, I'm wearing this yeah. up on top. <laughs> <laughs> no pants. Yeah. Um, okay, so sort of last question. You guys are up for this big award, and obviously you are too, because I think you win it as well. All three of you yeah, will win yeah. it if you win tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> you shrugs. Maybe just explain to our listeners who are like, oh, like co-directors, how does it work? How does your working relationship work? Because I filmed you on our Insta story last night fighting over a uh, cab fare. Yeah. Shane was right, by the, uh, by the way. I'm wondering what the dynamic is like uh, when you guys work together on like a, 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 a difficult video with a lot of shots like knocking at the door. Often I'm looking to Mark and I'm saying, Mark, what do we do here? And then he's saying, uh, just watch. And then he goes and does something and I kind of watch him. And then it, the the band will do it. And then I'll say, oh, maybe, maybe this can be changed. But most of the time, it's kind of Mark taking the lead on a lot of uh, visual shots because that's his strength. And then if I notice something that's like off or something that I think could be cooler, I'll mention it to Mark. And he's kind of the filter on that type of stuff. When it, uh, our previous videos, there was like a where you going, which was on a more comedic slant. It was like I could take the lead more, but visuals aren't exactly my forte. So Mark kind of. What is it about Shane sensibility that you like? If you're doing all the work, well, why do you even have? <laughs> well, this no, I think I look. Well, I think it's like. Uh, not a um, like a marriage, you know, when there's so much work to be done. So he's only referring to when it's like on set, when yeah. we're on set. But there's so much, like a month leading up to it. Yeah. Perhaps. So like it's like divide and conquer. Yeah. So it's like those two brains attacking something that is difficult to like figure out. So it's just figuring it out. Like we're gonna bounce ideas. Exactly. Back, so it's it, like uh, uh, we we're chatting before, but you know how you guys talk about the pod of like it's awesome to do stuff with friends. Mm-hmm. Like that's. Awesome. Yeah. So, like, Shane and I have a opportunity to do stuff together, these creative things. So why not attack this as friends, attack these creative uh, challenges, and put our two brains together and, in the end, get something that is better. And ultimately, even if it's not better, like, it's at least more fun, yeah. the journey. Because these journeys, are it's, it's hard, it takes a long time, and it's uh, a process, ultimately, like, um, super rewarding. So, yeah, Shane's... Re- Maybe referring to on set. Maybe I sometimes like, I'll, I'll have an idea. Like when we went on the subway. Yeah. Right when we went on the subway, I'm like, okay, 
we'll light down here, we're gonna shoot down there, we'll flip it, we'll do this, and I'm like saying to the DP, like, light it like this, put the things there, this is how we're gonna do this. And really then I fast. come in and I say, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. correct. Yeah. Yeah. question that's from laura well it, it was it was we kind of we kind of ripped that off off an idea that was in an adidas spot but i think it was mark's idea to rip it right yeah i guess i pulled a bunch of stuff for reference for like to, rather than just do a treatment we did a video uh edit example like um style guide of right like, mm -hmm. so one of the spots that we referenced was an adidas spot and they were on like a bus so we were like, okay, are we going to shoot on the TTC? Are we going to shoot like on a bus, on a streetcar? Are we going to shoot on a subway? We didn't really know exactly where. Uh, I, I was like giving shout outs. Uh, there's a guy, Chris Wong, really good director as well. So I was playing basketball with him, and I'm like, oh, this video's coming up. What I'm trying to think, like, what can I do? Like, what would Siwong do as of like, what would Spike Jones do? And I'm like, these are some references that I'm thinking. He's like, just do that, like, because I'm like, oh, I want it to be this uh, dynamic, like, go from this simple thing to this party thing. And he's like do it yeah so like we didn't know if we were gonna shoot on the streetcar or at subway so like last minute kind of we figured out oh we have access to the ttc subway and we got a whole train to ourselves so it was like pretty unbelievable it was like best case scenario like it was in a do in a dock um however you want to call it at a station that's awesome but yeah it worked out really well i think we need to questions or I, got, I, got, I gotta go to a thing but All no, right. take, take three more questions. Well, not just join, but then one question from DJ <laughs> Hint is, how did you guys meet? Uh, Tinder. We, we, no. no. Yeah, Tinder. Uh, <laughs> we met in a, a hot tub in Cancun. And this isn't, it sounds like a joke, but it's not. I was on a work trip, and Mark worked for production. I worked for the promo department at Much. And everyone was just chilling in a hot tub, and we happened to be beside each other. And we kind of just locked eyes and talked for like two or three hours. And uh, we, I was like, oh, this guy's probably my friend now. And then a month later, he left production and went to the promo department, and we became friends. Mm -hmm. Like, we were, like, the closest friends at much. Yeah, yeah, that story, yeah. Both work trips. He was on the promo side, I was on production side, and it was with, did you say down with Webster? We were there to oh, shoot. Yeah. It was there to shoot a one-hour special for spring break with down with Webster. And I was shooting a, a promo with down with Webster. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. last question. All right, so we're going to wrap this up, but we're all got to go get ready for this gala mm. uh, that I did not pay $600 a ticket for. <laughs> uh, but uh, we're super excited. And so I think people can stream it on maybe cbc.ca. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds about right. Google it. Google it. Google it. Stream it. And when these guys all win an award tonight, you can see the, uh, the wonderful speech. And uh, good luck, guys. And if we, it, even if we don't win, I want to thank Max yeah. and the Arkells. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. You. See you next week if we don't die on the weekend.